Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you get your podcast. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, on today's episode, yeah, ooh, another fun game on Saturday. We'll talk about that for a little. But then we have Maddie May on to talk about fight night in Madison. And oh no, is, is Tom Izzo next on Juwan Howard's freakout list? Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Spartans gang, how are we all doing on this fine, fine Monday? Um, yeah, I uh, hope you're here doing okay. It was an up and down weekend, quite the roller coaster um, as far as being a Michigan State fan. Saturday, not too fun. Sunday, huh. Well, would you, would you look what's going on down the road there? Uh, yeah, we'll get to, into all that here in a hot second. First, I just have to ask you politely to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is the Locked on Spartans podcast. I'm your host, Matt Sheehan. If you ever want to reach out, hit me up, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. A ton of you hit me up on LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com with mailbag questions. We will get into those more tomorrow. Uh, yes, we got Andrew Wade of Locked on Hawkeyes on tomorrow's show to help preview Tuesday's game. Uh, but yeah, we'll also cut in some of those mailbag questions. But for today, okay, we got to talk a little about Saturday's game. And then we will switch to uh, the other news of the Big Ten and you know, just how that impacts Michigan State. And honestly, just it's just fun to talk about because I, I don't want to harp on the, the game too much today for, for three reasons. Uh, one, okay. Uh, we've, we've, I'm kind of just getting tired of these shows, just ripping the team up and down for three segments. Number two, if you do want one of those shows, uh, go back to last week. No shortage of those, especially after the Penn State game. And number three, I think we'll be getting more of those shows as I'm not really too optimistic about the next four games here, but that's neither here nor there. All right. So Sunday, uh, early afternoon, uh, late morning, I, I get a phone call from, my mother, and she delivers me sad news that, um, Matt, uh, it, it's time to put uh, Trixie off to a better place. We, we are going to take her to the vet, uh, and she was talking about my childhood dog of, of 19 years. Yes, my childhood dog gave it a 19-year run. Uh, just sensational, and best dog in the world, very comforting at times. Uh, my, my young son loved to play with her, so obviously very sad, very emotional afternoon here. And yeah, 19 years is strong. Um, so I will miss her. So hey, Trixie, rest in peace. Uh, with that said, uh, against all odds, that was not the only depressing event involving a late teens, nearly an early 20s living being as our favorite college basketball team lost to Illinois at home 79 to 74. Yes, uh, just a fantastic weekend. Oh, woohoo. Um, yeah. <laughs> We, we uh, yeah it's okay hey whoa that's crazy oh my god turnover issues in the first half hey that's that's a new one all right oh Marcus Bingham wow he only played 13 minutes oh that's crazy oh no it didn't go too well for anyone else in the paint wow that's nuts uh oh my goodness Gabe Brown he couldn't hit a three-pointer to save his life wow my goodness so many different things oh man Max Christie held the single digit points once again whoa this like I said like I'm 
it's the same episode over and over again. This this this, this team's broken. Um, I don't know when they're going to get fixed as they got to go on the road to Iowa, then welcome in Purdue this week. So, yeah, that should be just a fantastic week. Um, really love that strategy of, hey, whenever Kofi Coburn gets the ball, uh, we're going to give him some help. And when we do give him help, we're going to leave Grandison wide open for Illinois. And he was able to shoot a season-high 10 three-point attempts, uh, making six of them which is a, just an incredible strategy uh, to leave a guy, one of the few guys in Illinois that shoots above 40%, open for 10 three-pointers as he blitzed you for 24 points. Uh, Coburn got his 27 points, 9 rebounds, uh, to be expected, especially when you, well, play your starting big man 13 minutes. And that's a weird paradox with, with that whole thing. I, mean, I get asked uh, a little bit, hey, what's going on with Bingham? Why isn't he playing more? And honestly, I, I, I skirt around the issue because I just don't know. Like, I don't know what on earth has happened there. I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think it's Izzo just, Izzo just being a little too stubborn. You're like, oh, he doesn't play the, the way I perfectly want him to. His effort lacks at times. And also, yeah, maybe a, a little bit of it is on Bingham as well for just not necessarily playing the, the way Izzo wants him to either. But yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's official. We're four years in here. This has not gone to plan. Yeah, he's made some strides. He was really good early in the year, but... Uh, more was expected. And so was, uh, with Gabe Brown. Uh, okay. He makes his first three-pointer of the night, and then he goes one for five from behind the arc. So for five points. All right. Woohoo. So we talk about the misses with recruiting all the time back in the 2018 class. Like, yes, Kithier, that was not a good idea. Foster Lawyer, that was not a good idea. Let me start looking at the other guys, too. Like, Bingham, this has not panned out well. Gabe Brown. Okay, he's gone from, all right, hey, he's the senior leader on this team, really hot start to the season. Now we're readjusting expectations. Like, okay, maybe he's just a 3 and D guy. One problem when you can't do the three part, you're just a D guy now. Going to need a little more than that out of a senior here. So it was just uh, another day in paradise in East Lansing. As Michigan State just keeps on, well, okay, listen, if you watched Saturday's game hoping that there were still Big Ten title hopes, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, they, they said definitely goodbye to that. And also, uh, goodbye to a lot of seed lines in bracketology. So that's just been all sorts of fun. Right now, BartTorvik.com has Michigan State averaging out at a 6.4 seed for the tournament. So, yep, uh, a season that started on the two-line and three-line. And I, I was a little weary about that just because, you know, I, I'll say it again. Michigan State had a really easy start to the Big Ten schedule. And maybe that's why they got off to such a hot start in conference play. And now it dwindles back to like a four seed line, five seed line, and okay, oh, oh my god, okay, we, oh, oh, god, bye, everyone, wipe goodbye to the cabin pressure that was here because uh, we're starting to lose it as we're now between a six seed or a seven seed, and I'll say it again, um, I'm not sure how how well I feel about this week going to Iowa. That is always a hostile place to play. They are going to be doing the Luca Garza jersey retirement ceremony down there. Uh, Iowa's defense is solid. Well, for like for their standards, at turning people over. And yes, Michigan State ended Saturday's game with just 11 turnovers. But once again, you go into the locker room at halftime with seven or eight turnovers, and yep, that's how you got a claw back from a 12-point deficit at half. I get it. Hey, they made a late charge at the end. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm not sure the tournament committee is going to care about that on Selection Sunday. Like, oh, yeah, hey, we gave Michigan State a 
five seed because they, they tried their best uh, back in mid-February at home against an Illinois team. Tyson Walker, awesome game, man. 26 points, 10 of 12 shooting from the field, which is ridiculous. Five assists and just one turnover. Yeah, cool. Um, again, it would be great if we could actually start using these great performances and turning them into wins. Like uh, getting some help just from other guys because that's the issue with Michigan State. They're so inconsistent and you got to have two or three guys at the same time having a good game. But uh-oh, uh-oh. More times than not lately, uh, the core four of, you know, Brown, Christie, Hogard, Walker. You can throw Hall in there, too. So, core five. Uh, more times than not, just just throwing up duds. So, but that's the way it is. Again, like, I, I, could, I could go for 15 straight segments on this, but I, I think it's time to maybe just pump the brakes on that a little bit. This can't be too fun for you to listen to over and over and over again. So, I think just one segment of kind of just ragging on this team or it's not right. It's just like speaking honestly about this team, to be honest. Like, I don't feel good about it talking mean about these college kids, but hey, it's a college sports podcast. I'm going to have to talk real about it. Could I do it a little nicer? Maybe. I could also do it a lot meaner, though. So uh, that's, that's where we're going to net out at. So, with that said, we're going to have a little bit more fun next segment because uh, ding ding. Yeah, it was fight night at the end of the uh, Wisconsin Badger Michigan Wolverine game. On Sunday, and uh, yeah, this is Locked on Spartans podcast, so we try to shoehorn some Michigan State talk in there, but really, and you'll find out later in our conversation that it's nice just to look around and be like, okay, okay, it could be a lot worse. Like, hey, I'm not having a fun time here right now watching Michigan State basketball, but hmm, okay, could be a lot worse. So yeah, we'll get to that with Maddie May in a hot second, but first, just need to talk to you fine people. As I'm stalling, as my ad reads have frozen and won't open, this is very fun, uh, to betonline.net. Woo! That's right, professional podcast people. That's that, You only get the best from here. All right, guys. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where to find or where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs and BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, it's your source for boxing, your source for UFC, and, of course, golf. Head to the website today, use your mobile device, learn more about all the trends and action at BetOnline, where the game starts. And before diving headfirst into our conversation with Maddie May, hey, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. He's back. He is back. He is friend of the program, uh, Maddie May. And we were talking that uh, the last time you were on the show, you had a great segment. It was Name That Hype. You read a bunch of press clippings from uh, glorified Michigan teams. And I had to guess which one it was. We're mm-hmm. going to get a little bit more into the uh, – program down the road here a little bit for basketball but this is not always how it's supposed to be today I, I just wanted to have you on just to talk about Michigan State basketball just being a sad fan and because really you're, I, you're very funny you're, you're lighthearted so I think that's what we needed right now and then like two three showers after you agreed fists were thrown in Madison Wisconsin uh Maddie so yeah we're talking about Michigan again but however this is a locked on Spartans podcast we will do a little twist here to make this MSU centric. And I'm sorry, I, I'm not even letting you talk yet, but I got to run everyone through it. In case you didn't see it. 
Uh, in Madison, uh, Wisconsin is beating Michigan by two touchdowns. Uh, Michigan is still running a full court press with their starters in with less than a minute. Okay, Wisconsin's like, yeah, that's a little odd. We're going to just call a timeout, make sure that everything's in the right place here as uh, Michigan's running a full court press down 14 points. Okay, handshake line starts. Greg Gard uh, grabs Jerron Howard's arm to make sure he doesn't blow right by him, which is what he was going to do. And then naturally, as one does to protect yourself, after about 15 or 20 seconds later, after the moment goes by, Juwan Howard punches, well, not Greg Gard, but an assistant coach. So here we are, uh, Maddie May. Last year, Juwan Howard freaks out over uh, Mark Turgeon. Something says at him, and then Juwan says, I'm going to effing kill you. Uh, and now he swings on a coaching staff after a timeout. Uh, it's clear that this man over in Ann Arbor is just triggered by shorter white guys in their 50s or 60s. So here, here's the question. Tom Izzo's got to be next on this list, right? Like Tom Izzo's got to keep his head on a swivel. And he goes to Ann Arbor to start March off, right? Protect Tom Izzo at all costs, Matt. Protect him. Okay. Shield him in a Pope mobile. Ride him out <laughs> onto the court. Full plexiglass all around. Not only is it COVID safe, but it will also prevent mm-hmm. Jawan trying to clock him and take his head off. I will tell you, today was supposed to be a very happy day in basketball. I was here to celebrate uh, the winds sure. of Wisconsin, and instead it's a somber day. We saw the death mm-hmm. of civility. Where is the line? Where is the line from the University of Michigan? I ask you that. When he was threatening Mark Turgeon, and now he's out here just clocking people? Clocking. I'm, I'm just saying, I used to want to go see Michigan play Michigan State. And now I'm afraid that yeah. if I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time, Jawan Howard might come for me and my family. Yeah. And I'm not ready yeah. for that just yet. I I, I, I was going to bring a game on here, but this is no time for games. Obviously, it's moved no. past the need for games. I'm just here to talk uh, really about just, just a, a dark time in college basketball. And um, you know, that a precedent has now been set and we're about to see, I guess, what the University of Michigan Athletic Department is going to do about it. And and I have this really bad feeling, Matt, is that mm-hmm. it's not going to be enough. Doubt, uh, d- doubtful for sure. I, I, you know, I think a good place to start perhaps is, you know, the, the media, which covers both teams very fairly in this mm-hmm. area. And you know, of course, you get the non-biased people like uh, Desmond Howard going off on Twitter saying that, you know, he was just trying to protect himself. Uh, you know, Greg Gard, very scary guy, especially 15 seconds after he grabs his arm. Uh, yeah, you can understand why you'd want to throw a punch at an assistant coach after that happens. So Desmond's protecting him that way. You got Sam Webb over at whatever the hell website he scams people out of saying that, no, yeah, this is uh, as much on Wisconsin as it was on Michigan. Then you got Bob Wojnowski. Uh, shill for Detroit News saying that, well, it's actually a slap, not a punch. So the media's mind if, is in a good place right here if, for Michigan. If Bob Wojanowski wants to look and see what a slap is, just look in the mirror. Let's go. Let's That's all go. I got to say. <laughs> where, where, tired where? of that. I'm tired of that man. If he wants to come on Take here this. and talk about it, he's more than welcome. Yeah, microphone's always open. I guess. <laughs> I suppose. I, I don't know what. I don't, that, that conversation would go absolutely nowhere. But uh, hey, huh. invite's but I, always I, out there. I guess. On a on a on a more serious note. Well, not serious note, but um, sure. I did not see the game. I got these secondhand uh, phone blowups of yes. everyone texting, everyone going off on Twitter all of a sudden, and then the clips started showing up. And I can tell you, it's 
it's not great. And it's very interesting to see. And I think it's going to be interesting to see in the next few weeks what the overall consensus is on what happened. And I, I normally, I think when incidents like this occur between Michigan and Michigan state, there's a lot of rivalry politics that gets thrown into it. Sure. And I feel like this time there's a lot of outside news like this, this kind of broke the the normal like Michigan area bubble that now it's like nationally, everyone's now looking at uh Former coach of the year, Jawan Howard, is now slugging people before he makes the NIT, I think is is a very crazy story. Like, it it almost reminds me of, uh, did you ever see Walk the Line? You haven't. You're not a movies guy. Um, That's correct. Well, basically in Walk the Line, uh, Johnny Cash, uh, or... or, Let's Johnny see. Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. 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 I'm not not Joaquin Phoenix. Um, Johnny Cash basically uh, has a bit of a downfall mid success, okay. and he starts kind of uh, screwing up a bunch on stage and like kicking lights and stuff. And I feel like we're kind of seeing that right now with uh, this team with Juwan Howard. And you know, it, you hate to see it. You really do. Oh, it's and yeah. and you know, it makes me kind of look at my crappy car of Michigan state basketball, and then look over at my neighbor's car that uh, has exploded. And I am looking back at my car and going, (laughs) you know what? A 97 civic is not bad. It gets from a to B and that's kind of where I'm at right now with the basketball. I, I, I found uh, a bit of solace in, in uh, our team now where I'm like, you know what? At least there's no chaos in this area i mean there is but at least i can i can survive this because i i would say there are some michigan fans who are pretty correctly upset um and there's other ones who have now found a new definition for assault and battery um but we're gonna leave we're 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 not gonna concern ourselves with them but i'm just kidding it's all in good fun but Okay, it's fine, because I was going to bring up a point that wasn't good and fun. And that was the point of like, well, yeah, of course, you're defending Juwan Howard for throwing a punch at an assistant. This is the same fan base and same media at large that defended, you know, a football coach that enabled rape from their team doctor for decades on end. So please, defending a punch from a basketball head coach is, that's, yeah, but that, that's what I would talk about. If, like I said, you know, I was going to go down that gutter, but I'm not because I'm not changing that. their definitions of assault. And we'll just leave it at that. Some. Uh, but. You know, it, it, it's it's very weird to see because I, I feel like, and we've all kind of mentioned this to each other, is that any other schools that had a head coach throw a punch, think of the last time that's happened. That's that's We're talking, people still remember Woody Hayes for throwing a punch. And yeah. that's like yeah. one of the three things people bring up when having to tell someone who Woody Hayes is. It's a legendary Ohio State coach. Uh, was in the 80s, punched a guy. That's like the three things you hear. He's like old and grumpy. And it, it, it's crazy to then see it happen with um, Jawan Howard in three seasons. It's not even like these, when it happened with Bobby Knight, end of, end of this, towards the end of the career, they're old and like grouchy, angry. Same with Woody Hayes. This is like <laughs> year three, year three, we are rock and sock and robots. So, um, yeah. what a, which, what a breaking, breaking day in the, in regards to, uh, college, college basketball in the big 10. 
Be right back with our guy Maddie May in a hot second, but just have to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. Hopefully Wisconsin's uh, coaching staff bulked up on Built Bar before that game on Sunday. I think that's why they were able to take the punches so well. It's because they were ready. All right, guys, it's February, and normally by this time of year, I'm waving goodbye. Actually, I've long ago waved bye to New Year's resolutions of getting fit, eating healthier. But mm -mm, nope, 2022, new year, new me. Because I'm eating the same Built Bars and the new Built Puffs. That's right. What what on earth are Built Puffs, you're probably saying? Well, I'll start here. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. It's not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Guys, they one of my best friends, my guy, my guy Dave texts me over the weekend. says, hey, Built Puffs, shoot me straight. Are they really good? Yes. A hundred thousand trillion percent yes. Get the cinnamon churro one too. Also, if you're a coconut fan, get the coconut marshmallow or banana cream pie if that is your speed. So, don't just do that though. Don't just go on built.com and just order all willy-nilly. No, no, no. Go on built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's right. That's going to get you 15% off your order. One more time. It's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com for your built bars and puffs. But. And, like, I do love what you said, you know, the, the whole car scenario, because, yeah, just to bring it back to Michigan State, like, I'm not having fun, like, in this last few weeks here, but, oh, boy, let me tell you, because Saturday happens, right? Michigan State, they, they get beat by Illinois again, and then you hop online, and, of course, it's the same thing I would do if I was a Michigan fan. I'm, I'm dancing on the grave of Michigan State, and it's like, oh, my God, this sucks. And like, even, like, the team that we've owned the last two decades is clowning on us, and then 24 hours passes by. And it's like, okay, all right, yeah, you guys want to mouth off about Izzo just being the super emotional coach all the time and then also being, oh, so overrated. And then your coach is over here throwing hands uh, as he's trying to secure a home bid for the NIT coming up. Like, hmm, huh, yeah, it, it, like I got a theory that I use all the time. It's the hospital emergency room theory. It's that whenever you're in the hospital, whenever you're in the emergency room, no matter what happens, let's say you run over both your legs with a, a, a lawnmower. The person yeah. next to you is always going to have it worse. Like, I don't get, like, I've been in emergency rooms a lot. Every single time, no matter how bad my injury is or anything. The we can unpack that later, but. Some... Oh, yeah, sure. Of course we can. But, like, holy smokes, the person next to you in the room always got it way worse than you do somehow. So, yeah, yeah that's just what it is with Michigan State and Michigan basketball. Right now, it's not to always say it's like that every single year. But right now, yeah, it ain't going too well for Michigan State. But what's going on behind that curtain? Oh, my God, the guys I've got chopped off. How are they going <laughs> to fix that one? Oh, no. And and I think what, what makes and fuels the rivalry so much, and it's really almost happened a lot the last couple of years too, is that it always seems to be that when one program seems to be really down in the dumps, yeah. then the other one has something happen to it. And it's yeah. never like, it's never uh, a lot of, it, it's a lot of like, um, I want to say like Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck levels of, of, programs where it's like one is ahead and then the other one gets smacked and then the other mm -hmm. one is ahead and then it, it it flops back and forth and i think that's that's what's so crazy about being on uh like seeing it on twitter and all that is that um and i think this has been and again this is going back to my digs um it, it's been noticeable for michigan fans is that a lot of thing narratives have had to flip uh Oh, yeah. Pretty consistently, um, yeah. where last year you you might have had uh, the ninety five percent 
majority of the fan base telling you that uh, if a coach even gets aggressive, they should not be coaching children. They should, no kid would want to play for them, blah, blah, blah. Tom Izzo, this bully, this maniac. Um, Right. And, and then you had Jawan charge Mark Turgeon. Then all of a sudden it was, well, you know, he yelled at him. He said, all he did, he didn't, he's from Chicago. He got in his face, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, that's, that's definitely an excuse but that's not really an appropriate excuse for if you're coach of the year, are you really, uh, uh, this is one of however hundred jobs that exist in the NCAA. And you're really like a guy that's going to rush people, which whatever Tom is also angry guy. I get it. And uh, then we get to this year and this happens and it's very much a, okay. There is a definite line between gritting teeth and getting red in the face and yelling, even saying, you know, whatever you want to say with F-bombs and all that and threats. But when you start smacking people, yo, that's, that's, that's way, 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 way different. But, um, and, and I think that's, that's been interesting to see because you're now seeing a lot of folks in, in, you know, our lovely blue wall that, that we get to climb every day. Um, Sure. You see a lot of folks say, I'm not excusing what Jawan Howard did, but right. And then you're like, yep. okay, However. <laughs> that's not, uh, so you are that first off, you're definitely excusing yep. him. Uh, so you can't just go, but Greg guard shouldn't touch him. Should be like, listen, how about this? Um, it is a handshake line. So people, uh, do touch with hands. Um, they don't, it's not a punching line. And how about we all know that we're all adults here. Jawan has been in the NBA. He has been a player and he has been a coach. Uh, I'm not going to excuse passion. Um, if a guy is too passionate to not, or, or to punch someone or to not, not punch someone, whatever it is, um, then they probably shouldn't be coaching. That's uh, if, if I worked a corporate job, I do. But if I worked a corporate job and I had a history <laughs> of bum rushing people or threatening them, and then I went and punched someone, it wouldn't be like, oh, he's just passionate. It would be like, no. goodbye. This, is, this has been fun. The cops are on their way. We'll, we'll make sure <laughs> to send your stuff to your address. And um, so I, I get it. And, and there's a lot of folks that are really wrestling. You'll see online a lot of folks wrestling with um, how, the, how to spin this correctly. And you're kind of watching that in real time has, has been a lot of like, um, oh, but you know, don't, don't touch him. And it's like, okay, listen, yeah. you shouldn't have a guy don't on touch a court. guy in a handshake line. Right. Well, I heard yes. it's like he got in the way and it's like, oh, well, Greg guard was in his way. And it's like, okay, listen, if you have a guy that's coaching people, who's like six ten and punches people or gets like infuriated, if someone's in their way, then you shouldn't be around people. That's a, that's a crazy person. That's not a, that's not a passionate yes. coach. That's a crazy guy. And that Venn diagram is, is very close to a circle of crazy guys and, and head basketball coaches. But the ones that are outside are the ones that are punching people. Those are on, that's on that border of crazy person yeah. rather than head coach. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting to hear what um, I guess the other side of this coin is really going to flip to. Cause I, I, I think I heard some good points is that, yeah, you can't criticize Tom Izzo about this. You can't criticize Tom Izzo about being passionate now. Cause now he looks, he looks like a puppy dog compared to. Oh, he, uh, he looks weak yeah. now. Yeah. He's yeah. soft. <laughs> he's lost his edge. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I need, I need him to break like five clipboards to finally get, oh. get back to where I'm like, okay, 
Yeah. He's back. Over I, I, Dwayne Stevens' head. Yeah. Right. Oh, poor Steven. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Steven will be fine. He'll but um but yeah, that's that it's been a crazy day. And I think you and I were just talking about how it's been a little bit of a, a slow news day, um, or been a slow news week of just like MSU's been kind of idling. And and who knows, maybe maybe this is uh um something that, that can kind of get the get the everyone jazzed back into college basketball because I was yeah. ready to start start kind of skipping games and and ho humming <sighs> through the season. We we did need this collectively as a fan base because listen, we, we run a few gauntlets already. We've already run the gauntlet of, oh, well, this team always, you know, has a weird spot where they struggle in late January, early February. Like, okay, we, we've played that storyline out. That was fun. And then we just got over with, uh, well, hey, at least it's a lot better than last year's team. This, yeah, hey, it could always be worse. Yeah, at least we're probably in the tournament even if we lose out. It, not like that storyline starting to get stale with people, myself included. So now it's like, oh, Jesus, things are really bad here. Like, what? Oh, 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 they got people punching people over there. All right, there we go. Sweet. (laughs) I would say is that if this hadn't happened, the story of the day we would probably be trying to figure out how to make into 20 minutes was Tyson Walker uh, having a good game. And that, and it would be rough for me. I would probably just start talking about my weekend and uh, we would just go (laughs) on a weird tangent. So it, it's just, it, it's kind of crazy to see. And, and I think what's really going to, uh, this is just going to add a lot, a lot of tinder to uh, the upcoming Michigan, Michigan state game. And it's going to be interesting oh, to see oh, how many yeah. games um, that, cause I guess the big 10 has said that Joan is for sure required to get two, two games suspended and yeah. 10 grand. Wow. It's sure. Sure. Going to hurt his wallet, but um, cool. That got him good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then the uh, university of Michigan has said that they'll implement their own penalty. And if there's one thing I know the athletic department for the university of Michigan for doing, That's it right. is harsh draconian harsh. penalties. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Um, so the is in play. in play as much as everyone's angry at Jawan Howard for whatever he may have done or whose fault it was pray for him. That ward manual uh, is merciful because that yeah. that guy, who he brings out the boomstick on people. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's an iron fist. He might say no to he, he might say no to renting out his car for a weekend to the basketball team. That that might be the uh, the punishment Those right there. Those poor point guards, they so. will have to Uber wherever they want to go. It's it's terrible. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, but so they'll find I a guess way. My my question for you then, Matt, is that Please. leading into uh, the Michigan Michigan State game? Do you think that this will affect? Um, I guess, do you think it's going to affect the game whether Jawan is there or not? Because right now, the team is rough. Our team is rough. And we played an Illinois team that was down and still somehow, that's the game that broke me. That's where I, I, I started crying into and ended laughing. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, that that who knows what will happen? And that's, again, where I bring up another great thing about the, the, the rivalry is that so many times there are so many factors against teams and you it's still a coin flip. Everything is still a coin flip and it's always a nerve wracking matchup. Sometimes it's not, but usually this is one where I can be like, I can see this happening where MSU shits the bed or um, yeah. MSU can smoke them. Or I can see where Michigan pulls some rally and it's just, you know, I don't want to see that, but it it keeps me on edge all the time. I wish I could just be a calm fan, but it's 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 games like this and and 
that approach that are really, I, I just think this is going to be an exciting one. Yeah. I, I think what really, you know, okay, okay, listen, there's always gonna be fire behind this game. Right. But I think what is really going to stoke those flames is perhaps if Michigan wins the game before that one uh, Sunday, they play Illinois at home and they're in a spot that Michigan state was in last year. Like they're on the cusp of the tournament. They need some big wins. I, I don't know where that fan base really sits. They, they seem, you know, fair weather. Yeah, and that happens with college fan bases. You know, not, it's not an intentional dig at all, the Michigan fans. But right now, Joel Lenardi has them as the last team of the last four in. Like, if they drop a game to Rutgers coming up, or, like, they do lose three in a row, losing to Rutgers, Illinois, and then, well, the Wisconsin game today, I, I could see the, the steam kind of just going out of that machine there. The, the wind getting taken out of their sails where it's, like, a little more stale for them. Mm-hmm. But – then again, I mean, that, that that could very well be a game that gets them into the tournament if they win that game. So whether Juwan Howard's there or not, I don't know how much of a difference it makes because, yeah, it's 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 funny how the turntables, Maddie May, because uh, last year Michigan State was in that same spot where they needed some wins. And, oh, hey, here comes our rival down the road. All right, hey, we beat them. We're in the tournament now. So that could be and it again. I will say this. This will be the craziest and most likely thing to happen in the rivalry because – my, my motto with it is whatever would be the most annoying thing to happen is what usually yeah. happens in the Michigan and Michigan state rivalry and what's That's going 100%. to happen. And right now my, my uh, crystal ball is pointing to um, Michigan making the play in game. Yep. And yep. I am just, I'm already keeping myself not from losing it, thinking about this, the, t- the tweets I'll see that'll just, just send me, uh, throwing my phone into the ocean because yeah um i mean who knows and if it happens fine they rally but uh i have a feeling it's going to be the plan and i'm i'm just already uh red in the face about it but um that besides the point uh i did want to point out one thing for the, your listeners at home is you have a painting behind you that is insanely relevant I do. to this uh, besides your locked on very relevant which i think is uh which is great. Yeah, yeah like that. Let's go. Way to rep, rep the brand. Um, Company man. That's right. We're in a t-shirt of, on an uh, audio platform. Let's go. <laughs> um, it's a painting of Tom Izzo with his fist clenched, uh, yelling at Aaron Henry. Um, that's beautiful. And uh, I think you yeah. should possibly commission a new one. Um, maybe for your, your friends at Locked on Wolverines. But uh, I could. Yeah. That'd be nice, I think. <laughs> it, either that one. would be nice. <laughs> I like the way you think. Well, Maddie, this has been a, a delight, as it always is. Uh, go follow him, folks. Maddie May on Twitter. He just the greatest. I don't. How do you spell it? It's Maddie May, but with like what anywhere between it's three and eighteen H's with, at the end. Uh, Maddie M A T T Y M E H H H. You'll see me. There's 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 not a lot of uh, yeah. other close names near there, <laughs> but I'm usually <laughs> usually just shit posting. So um yeah well, feel free all do yeah yeah feel free to to follow or don't or you, most people follow for about three tweets and then they then they're out but that's that's about what i, I want them for. how can you be out you're, you're one of my favorite tweeters on here man so i really do appreciate it next time that i the michigan head coach has a meltdown but we'll have yan um as our well i, I don't know it wasn't supposed to be like this but now that's wolverine smack talk correspondent yeah, and I have a feeling during that that lovely off season, I'll probably probably pop up. So I don't know if that whether that's a compliment so. or an insult, but uh, I'll take I it as a so. compliment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, as you should. Always love having you on, man. So hey, thanks a lot. Until next time. Cheers, dude. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, giving that conversation to listen. And even bigger thanks to my guy, Matty May, for hopping on and uh, lending his insight on uh, all the happenings of Big Ten World over the weekend. Uh, yeah, hopefully that was a little fun diversion for you uh, just from this basketball season that uh, hopefully we'll get better soon. Um, but yeah, hey, I had a good time. Hope you guys did too. And uh, tomorrow we'll have some fun too. Uh, we got Andrew Wade. He, we've had him on the podcast tons of times. Uh, Locked on Hawkeyes podcast host. We break down Tuesday's game. And also we will be getting to all your mailbag questions that you uh, graciously sent over after the Illinois game. I'm just going to guess they're not like the happiest mailbag questions. So yeah, if, if you still want to like vent about the team and have a cathartic listen, tomorrow's going to be your show, baby. So there we go. And thank you so much for making Locked on Spartans your first listen. Every single day. Now, go make your second listen locked on NFL Draft. Lion Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Free and available where you get your podcast. All right. Hey, let's have a week. Love you all. Go Green.